When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's definitely going to be different not having those matchups that you would expect every year. Because the NHL drafts like 17 year olds, the NHL has to tread the water really carefully. They don't even have a goalie. Like, what is what is the draw? But going into this year because of the Seattle Kraken's expansion draft. But Where is this going? Also, oh, no. So listen, I hear me out. It's going somewhere. It's it's just not part of hockey. Like, really looks like that weird dad I don't want me to pick up from school. Like, Welcome to Slapshot Sweethearts. Hello, hello, everyone. I am Megan. And I am Shannon. And we are the Slapshot Sweetheart. Uh, we are a podcast brought to you by Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. And we are going to bring you all things hockey all the time. We are so excited to bring you our first episode and get into things. All the topics you want to hear about each week, we'll be posting a new episode every Thursday and recapping the prior week, predicting the future, and breaking down everything in between. Just a little bit about Belly Up Sports so that you can know where we're coming from. Um, Belly Up Sports was founded in Ohio. They are an entirely remote company. We've been around for a little bit over two years now, so go check out our website as well if you want to get a little more information. Now that you know why we're here, it's time to tell you who we are. So my name is Shannon. I am from just south of Boston, Massachusetts. I grew up there and then left about five years ago to come to school in Washington, D.C., where I live now with my boyfriend and my loving dog. I work for outside of my passion for hockey. I work in um, government defense contracting. And then I do all things for Belly Up Sports. I manage their um, basketball department, do a little bit of their intern coordination, things like that. So Outside of sports, some of my hobbies are cooking, you know, checking out a beer garden here and there, and then watching any games that might be on. So how about you? I am Megan. I was born and raised in Jersey. Right now, I'm living between California and Jersey. I'm technically a New Yorker right now, though, still. Who's to say where I'm actually living whenever I'm on here, though? On an airplane. No one knows. <laughs> on an airplane somewhere being safe, though, because I always quarantine first and second. Anyway, yeah, I am a Penguins fan. I have a soft spot, soft spot for the Vegas Golden Knights and Tom Wilson. I work in news when I'm not doing this. And when I'm not watching sports or working... I, as Shannon, love a beer garden and hanging with my friends or at the beach. I guess I should have mentioned that I am also a Boston Bruins fan, even though I am from there. Um, and 
you know, prior to today, I had a soft spot for the Washington Capitals, but Chara really put a, a nail in that coffin. So we can talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore for you. <laughs> so Megan, hockey's back on January 13th. Um, they made that recent announcement. It is actually supposed to end on May 8th, which is my birthday, shameless plug, but it will be a 56 game season. It will be new divisions because Canada's teams won't be crossing the borders. So what do you think about the new divisional alignment? I'm a little confused by it. I'm not going to lie. I feel like it stacks some areas. It leaves a few a little bare and it kind of mixes it up having Canada separated up there since they're such like good teams to play against regularly. It's definitely going to be different not having those matchups that you would expect every year. So, I mean, it's going to be a different type of atmosphere, which will be interesting. How about you? You know, I think actually the Canadian division is a little bit softer than what I would have expected. Toronto typically in the Atlantic division falls short of Boston and Tampa, um, or at least Mm -hmm. as of late. And then the only other Canadian teams that I can think of that have really made themselves competitive in the last few years are Calgary, who have made a a semi-good playoff run, and then Edmonton um, because of Connor McDavid Mm -hmm. and Leon Dreisaitl. And even then, they haven't made a deep playoff run. So, I mean, I think in terms of the American divisions, there are some really good rivalries that I think the NHL is going to be able to capitalize on, but only if they do it correctly. Um, I, I think that there are... You know, some teams like the Flyers and the Bruins playing each other a lot. The Penguins and the Bruins are the Penguins and the Bruins and the Penguins and the Flyers playing each other a lot is really great. But it can get redundant really quickly if every team is playing each other over and over. So I think the NHL has to tread the water really carefully. Mm -hmm. So you you think that there's like a kind of like a space almost in the Canada division for someone to rise or are they all just kind of going to be? A free-for-all. Yeah, I think there's really good opportunity for someone to rise, especially because there have been so many off-season moves um, in that area. Like Braden Hopi went up to Vancouver. That should be really great for their lack of – I mean, he's not a defenseman, but you know what I mean? Lack of ability to right. stop goals um, and win games. So I think that should help them a lot if he's able to get back to where he was at the beginning of last season, things like that. And I think that, you know, Calgary might be able to really climb up their way higher in – the division. Same with Edmonton. Maybe they can really use this time to perfect their craft and bring other guys up to Dreisaitl and McDavid's level. So Yeah. And we also, I know we have Ottawa out there, Vancouver, Winnipeg. It's definitely going to be an interesting time to see all those matchups, all the Canadian teams head-to-head and see if like someone does prevail or if it's a lot of back-and-forth series, if we can call it those. Yeah, I mean, it'll be an interesting atmosphere. One thing to note is that the Western division didn't really change. Nothing, I mean, yeah, obviously it changed a little bit. They all changed a little bit, but that area didn't really restructure the same way that the East was changed with Florida being moved and things like that. So I'd be interested to see because the majority of those teams were in a rebuild phase, how that's going to be affected. Right. It kind of like pushes teams in a rebuild to do it almost faster or to like, become comfortable in what you do have rather than working towards something. Cause it's like, Oh, maybe instead of like having this like plan or like strategic layout to go another few years and be like, okay, we can be at our top here. This might be the year. This is going to be like a 
stop and go. Like they're just going to be like, wait, we just got to go for it. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see it. It it really makes a difference how teams do and how they adjust to the trade deadline. Obviously that's a fair ways away, but going into this year because of the Seattle Kraken's expansion draft and who teams will be able to protect and who they won't. I know that's already coming up on Twitter a lot. Um, You know, if they trade this person or they don't resign that person, it, exposes X player who's not even in the dra- the trade or draft conversation because they just don't have right. enough roster spots. So, yeah, that's definitely a difficult spot with NHL teams are already so small compared to some other sports that now it's kind of like, okay, who gets protected in this second expansion in the last few years, especially having two so close together. It's definitely putting some players in question, I think. Yeah. And I mean, seeing how successful the Vegas uh, expansion draft was it's interesting to see if Seattle will I know your flurry jersey um, <laughs> it's interesting to see if Seattle will come up with the same success I mean they've got fire yeah. branding already so I want to see them pull out yeah that's I think that's definitely one of the jerseys you and I will get next absolutely that when, they, the, when the they're retro jersey if I get over my trial breakup <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll mend the relationship so we can sport some reverse retro you know, I mean, maybe I can mend the relationship, but I, you know, he pulled a Tom Brady on me. Like he, he left, uh, you know, a, a, a lifelong relationship to go nurse his old, old career for like two more years in a, a random franchise. You're Granted, changing, Washington you're is not tune. a random Tampa, but you are changing your tune from yesterday. You're like, yeah, like just loves the sport, like. He can keep going now. It's like, you know what? Take your old self. Go somewhere. Bye. <laughs> like, yeah, because like, my two options were retire or re-sign with the Bruins and play minimal minutes. And the reason he didn't sign with the Bruins is because he didn't want to play minimal minutes. Play minimal minutes. A top two uh, defenseman. And I'm sorry, you you're think- 43. You can't. <laughs> you're 43. Do you think that Washington, which I guess is still a rumor. It's not confirmed yet. I think I got a notification that it was confirmed. Was it? Okay. Well, so, okay. So say it is confirmed. Do you think he will still get top minutes there? No. (laughs) Old. (laughs) Then why leave? I don't know. Like I, I am bamboozled. Like I don't get it. It's the same with Brady. Like why go to Tampa? Besides Giselle wanting to be in the sun, like I, the tanning. I like I don't understand. Unless Char really wants to be in the nation's capital, like I, it, you know what? I live here. It's a fine place, but it's like it's not Tampa. Like it's I don't get it. Like, not that great. The subway is horrible. Like, they don't even have a goalie. Like, what is what is the draw? True. Also, like, peace and love, <laughs> Henrik Lundqvist. We're thinking of you, but like, they don't have a goalie. <laughs> so sad. I literally got his T-shirt. I got a Lundqvist T-shirt last season, like before everything shut down at the like beginning of it. When he so was that was clearly a waste. The Rangers. Oh, I was like, that was a waste of some money. So. Oh, well, I mean, now it's got to be sentimental. So, yeah. Imagine all the people that bought Caps gear with him and he only went to summer training. You know what? Maybe it'll be. I mean, that's also minuscule compared to him having open heart surgery. So like the people. Right, right. (laughs) 
we are not that nasty. We said all of our well wishes, but you know, just thinking logistically here, who knows? I mean, speaking of the medical component here, obviously Lundquist health issues are not related to COVID-19, but that's a huge thing. One of the things about um, me not necessarily wanting Char to resign is he's at a certain age um, and the older, a lot of the older guys are not opting to play because the COVID protocols are a lot weaker than they were in the bubble. And the NBA opted not to do a bubble. The NFL chose to, you know, like just roll with it and not have any protocols. (laughs) I guess the NHL chose, obviously their season's shorter, but I don't think that's from a safety perspective. It's from a trying to get back on track in terms of timeline perspective. And I kind of, I don't agree with it. I think they should have done a bubble, but you know, there's a lot with separating people from their families for that long. Like Tuga Rask went, left the bubble because he had family issues and he couldn't go back. So I don't know. What do you think about where they kind of landed and how it's going to affect these 56 games? I think what you brought up with like the age difference of some players is kind of big because we're in a sport where so many guys are so young. It's kind of like basketball where it's like you can be in the pros and be in your prime at like 19. Yeah. Like that's definitely something you don't see in all sports, especially since football has like a minimum age for when you can declare and all of that. So it's like some of these guys are could be in the mindset of like, if I get it, I'll be fine. But then these other ones are like, I have to protect myself. But then when you bring up the idea of the bubble, I think without a like rephasing in process, they can't do it to the satisfaction of players. Like if they had to leave and then they could do like a three week quarantine with like intense testing protocol. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like if they were able to phase back in, I think like a bubble would be the right choice, but it's just without certain protocols, it would definitely be difficult for the players, like family lives, socially, just kind of like, that's a lot of isolation. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I was listening to the radio the other day and I was driving up to Massachusetts from D.C. So all of you that have never done that drive, it's eight hours. So I was listening to a lot of radio. Gross. And the morning talk show that I was listening to was talking about how this guy got banned from owning a pet for his entire life because he had abused a dog to death. Um, which like fuck that guy. <laughs> but where is this going? Oh, so no, so listen, I hear me out. It's going somewhere. <laughs> so okay. they, they were saying like that's obviously deserved, like again, fuck that guy. That you can't send him to jail because animals are considered property, not humans. You can't do like custody battles with them, which is also fucked up, but whatever. And they were all debating like that. how do you enforce an animal ban? Like it's not like it can go on his record. It's not like it can go, like, they're not following him day by day. You can't give someone a lifelong probation, things like that. So in my mind, I was thinking, because I've been really frustrated with how they aren't handling the NBA's COVID protocols until someone, or the NFL, until someone gets caught on social media. Mm -hmm. So I was like, how do they mandate that they have to stay at home with their families? They can't go out to dinner, blah, blah, blah. They can't do any of these things um, for the entire 56 game season unless someone, and if they do, they're not going to get caught unless someone tells on yeah. them or they get caught on social media or something like that. 
So, which like we're all millennials here, we know right how to get around that. Like, there's so many ways. Turn your like, Snapchat map off, off like, we're not on, like it's fine. But yeah, I, like block people from your stories, whatever. Right. Like, I was struggling with this because I was like, wow, that's a really great point. Like, yeah, James Harden and Dwayne Haskins are both posting on their stories saying that they're at X strip club. James Harden is doing it because he's not happy with his team. Dwayne Haskins is doing it because he's young and dumb. That in the NHL is both entirely possible. Because the NHL drafts like seventeen-year-olds, yeah, and who don't know better. Not everyone in a professional player is going to be happy with their team because it's a job. Not every person in the world is happy with their job or their boss, right? So you can't assume that everyone. And if they're passionate about the game and say they have to break quarantine for whatever, they're not about to go to their coach and say, "Oh, I had to break it. Like, sit me out for the next two weeks." Like, that's not going to happen either. So yeah, that's not going to be an open conversation. Right. It's just interesting how the pros and cons balance with one another. And I don't know personally that the cons of not being able, obviously it's not me in quarantine. So if I, if you told me that I couldn't see my family for 56 games, I have a different tune, but I don't know that right. if you're going to play the professional sport, that not being able to see your family or leave the bubble for X period of games outweighs the risk of then exposing everyone's families because you have no tracking right. system. Totally. Do you think they could try like that whole, I don't know much about it, like bracelet tracking? Like so the, that's what the owner. NFL does, actually. Right. Do you um, think that would work for the NHL? I think it would work. The problem is it's only testing who you come, in, uh, come into contact with within the league, not outside the league. Right. right. So it helps to an extent, yeah. but like if, like my, I don't know, neighbor has COVID and we share an elevator. It doesn't help until that athlete tests positive, basically. Mm-hmm. Which by that point. By that point, the entire team has been. We have a heightened situation, shut down. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> then there's no more hockey for another few months. Like, Right. I mean, so there's another point. Like the NFL didn't postpone games because they were trying to stick. Well, they did some. Um, but they stopped doing it because they were trying not to extend the schedule any longer. Um, yeah. I know that the NBA has already postponed at least one game. Um, it's harder to keep track because mm-hmm. there are so many. I would be interested to see how the NHL postpones it, if it's a zero tolerance policy or if they're going to be more lenient about it like the NFL is. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. I think it also depends on the dynamic of the sports and like how they schedule with like sports like NFL. Like You play once a week you're only playing on Sundays and at the very end of the season, Saturdays once college is done, but it's kind of like they have those days. Whereas in an NBA or an NHL, like you don't have a full week. Like you have other games. Eventually you're going to have to go to your next series. Like you don't have that flexibility always to just be like, Oh, we're just going to play on Tuesday. No. Yeah, I know because I had tickets to a Bruins game years ago um, because I was at home (laughs) And it was over, they, Boston had a bad snowstorm. So they had to cancel the game for safety reasons. Right. But they just tacked it onto the end of the season because it's easier than trying to find another time to do it, which makes sense. Right. But then it sucks for everybody who has tickets that then can't go. Um, but it's also how many times can you just tack on games to the end of the season before you're playing in like July? <laughs> which like we already play into the summer, like most of the time, like you're finishing cups in what, June? Like, what are you really going to do? Exactly. 
But there's one other thing that's changed a little bit besides the retro jerseys, which, you know, there are some that are good and some that are just really quite rough. But the NHL will be doing helmet ads this year. So they'll be allowed to choose one brand to put on the side of their helmet right above their ear. Um, And three teams have already, the Capitals, the Devils, and the Predators have already chose theirs. What do you think? Do you think this is a bad idea? Do you think it's a good idea? It doesn't really matter. I think there's a good, there's a, I think there's a right way to do it. But I also like me personally, I don't want them. I don't think this is what our sport is. Like this was, it's just not part of hockey. Like other than the goalie, you have a basic mask, like, and goalies have like an opportunity to be like expressive on theirs, but it's not selling anything. I feel like this is almost capitalizing our sport a little more than it should be. Like hockey, like you become a hockey fan for the love of it. You're not doing it for like, I don't know, anything else. Like it's just not the goal here. But I mean, I've seen the one for the Devils, what they announced, how they're going to do the Prudential Center. It looks fine. Like it's pretty understated. Um, If they all are like that, then like, okay, fine. But also it makes me question like, why get it for the sponsor of your arena. Yeah. Like, so, why not branch out a little bit? Yeah. So I have two comments on what you said there. One, I completely agree with you. The Capitals, Devils, and Predators all announced so quickly because they chose the sponsor for their arena. So for the Capitals, it's Capital One. Devils, it's Prudential. And Predators is Bridgestone. Which I completely agree. That is an absolute waste. Um to put it on your helmet also it's already all over. if you go to a game it's literally in your face at every corner Everywhere. like i if i'm going to a capitals game i hear capital one 500 times <laughs> while i'm there yep um which is fine like they're marketing it correctly i know like they changed it from the verizon center to capital one yeah in the second year i lived here and while i we, i yeah. never remember we the verizon center anymore so they've done that well yeah. but if you're going to add another ad then you should make an effort to you know build a relationship with another company i would think um the second mm-hmm. thing i would say is that there's been a lot of arguments similar to yours on twitter saying you know it's not hockey we're not like the premier league where you don't even know the the team name until you look yes. at like man city says etihad like cool but it doesn't say man city unless you look at the very corner um, which I completely agree with i don't like i'm a huge man city fan but i'm not about to go buy a jersey because i don't need one that says which airline sponsors them on the Jersey. Yeah. Um, But I would also say that the NHL um, boards are covered in ads in every arena. Right. But they're like subtle. Not really. (laughs) I mean, I don't, I don't stare at the boards when I'm watching, like, unless there's like a guy being thrown at it, like, how much time are you really staring at all? I guess if you maybe that's just comparison to like, the NBA's court or the NFL's corner ads, those are subtle. And the yeah. NFL doesn't have ads on their jerseys. They have small ones on their helmets, which is fine. Right. The NBA obviously doesn't wear helmets, but they have small ads in the corner of their jersey. And not all teams do. The teams could opt in or out. I don't know if the NHL allowed teams to opt in or out. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's along a similar line. And maybe it's not the team that's benefiting from the board advertisements. It's probably the arena. Um, Yeah. I was thinking that's more like the kind of like the corporate side of it, of like, that's where you play. 
not necessarily yeah. like I don't think I don't think the penguins are going out and being like primanti sandwiches be on our boards like that's like no, a but bring me a sandwich <laughs> honestly bring me a sandwich I'll take one but like I don't think that's like their what they're doing there like I don't think it's coming from the team's people it may not be coming from the team's people but I think the argument itself that the hockey isn't surrounded by ads can be I mean, a, since boards literally right. surround a hockey game. Right. But it's like, don't you, but isn't there like when you're at like a football or a basketball game, all those little like signs that like go around like the graphic signs or whatever, like, aren't those like the same ads that are on the board? They have, are you talking about the lights? Like the, yeah. Those are on during a hockey game too, though. Well, yeah, but aren't they all the same ads? I mean, I'm thinking again of Capital One and they've got like three. It's like Kettle One, Capital One, and like one. A lot of ones. They just really want to be that number one. Right. I mean, I think all in all, it's just like the helmet ads themselves are such a minuscule thing to nitpick. And I think part of it goes to the fact that we have had such an odd hockey experience this year that people are just looking for something, anything. Like there wasn't controversial. Like there isn't, I mean, think back to when COVID first started, like social media was a literal war zone just because everyone was bored in their homes. Like not even related to sports, but like in general, I, I would argue it's the same except people just really want to feel something related to sport. <laughs> I want to feel anything, literally. Um, like, trade away my favorite players, and I'll say thank you for giving me something controversial. Right, like, I, like make me feel something again. Like, that's probably why Chara chose to leave Boston. He was like, wow, Shannon has been watching IDs, like, your worst nightmare <laughs> all day today in her sweatpants. She probably needs to feel some life so she can get off the couch. Like <laughs> that is probably yeah, let's fire up Shannon Walsh and see what happens. <laughs> she was like, wow, she's been watching true crime all day. She probably should yeah. get off the couch. We need some like fiery debate, which speaking of fiery debate, um, our mascot debate that we have going. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, I get it. I used to be the one planning my day around finding a bathroom and living in fear of an accident. I tried the pills and pads, but they just weren't working for me. If you're living like I was, it's time to find an expert physician and ask them about Axonics therapy. It's not another drug. It's an advanced therapy that is proven to provide lasting relief for overactive bladder. Still not sure? You can even try it first to make sure it works for you. You're not alone and you don't have to put up with this anymore. You just have to take the first step towards finding real relief. 
Visit findrealrelief.com to find a bladder specialist. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonix therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. I think I think we're on to something. Maybe a team isn't so happy about it. You know, but I mean, everyone needs their first Jersey, enemy. Like, <laughs> like they, <laughs> I'm from New Jersey and fuck New Jersey. Let's I don't want to hear it. Like, I've got plenty to say later about the Devils and how I'm not underestimating them. But like, your your mascot's creepy as shit, man. Like, I can't help you. Let's just let everyone know what happened here. <laughs> Jen and I did a nice little ranking of our mascots. And when she asked me for mine, I gave her the one she wanted. And I was like, okay, and let's give a number 31. And mine is definitely a controversial opinion. I hate Gritty. Like, my 31 was Gritty. Not, not a thing. Not, I am not a Gritty person. But then Shannon throws in the New Jersey Devil. And the New Jersey Devils come back with, a gif from Schitt's Creek saying that they are very uninterested in that opinion. I mean, you know what? I'm glad they have the courtesy to respond, but I need them to make a less creepy mascot. (laughs) Be like, I would like to have like a lively discussion with them. I think we could have a really productive debate. I don't think you're going to win the gritty debate, but I could potentially win the devil debate. (laughs) Yeah, I'll never win the gritty debate because that's definitely just like a me thing. But I'm not mad at that. Like I, I I'd totally also like that I am the controversial opinion. I'd also like Canadian fans to know that UP is not off off the like hook here. He is very no. <laughs> I sat and looked at pictures of the New Jersey Devil and UP for like five minutes and was like, which one is creepier? Like couldn't decide which one Which one would, would I run away from? Right. Like Mm, you know the devil just has this really weird look in his eye but Yuppie really looks like that weird dad I don't want me to pick up from school like what is that Yuppie is like the weird uncle at like a family reunion that you're like hugs like a second too long like (laughs) you're just like I'm gonna go get a drink alone (laughs) you here don't follow I need a bev (laughs) But like I said, Megan has the worst opinion because Gritty is, in fact, the best mascot. <laughs> I just, I'll just never understand the Gritty excitement. Like, I, I like, I dare someone change my mind. I will totally entertain the idea, but for right now, can't do it. You know, there is a very popular photo that went around of him holding a sign when the uh, Flyers played the Devils. Um, PK Subban is behind him, and the sign says, um, "Like Lindsay could do better in terms of him," which is really topical is, right like, now. Ironic. Um, since yeah. <laughs> for all that don't know, PK Subban is single. <laughs> um, Lindsay Vaughn, I'm ready. Is single. They broke up. I'm the here. power couple of hockey is broken up. Um, so on my shoulder. I'm here pretty heartbreaking. I don't know what Lindsay Vaughn is going to do in retirement now. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, commentary. They were the redeeming quality of the devils, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. We do both have iceberg. He's a cutie, but you know why he's my, in my top five, 
I mean, he's safe. He's cute. And I like his name a lot. But if you have watched on Hulu, there is a reality show called Behind the Mask, which is about um, like different mascots in professional sports. They go all the way down from high school to professional sports. And the Why first, have I never heard of this? The first season is about the AHL penguin. What are they called? Um, where the Wilkes Bear Wilkes Bar Penguins, yeah. Um, their penguin. He and then he keeps trying out to be a professional mascot and he doesn't get it. And then he gets the job as Nash, the Nashville Predator, who is your number two. So it's really interesting to see how the mascot like league <laughs> works and how people apply for those jobs. I actually had a friend who was the mascot for his school in college. And but no one knew because they weren't allowed to tell anyone. Yeah, no, it's just this mascot for Syracuse for like three and a half years. This is one of my best friends since like high school. He went to my senior prom with me. We are so close. I had no idea. Like this mascot hood runs deep. Yeah, we I had to Google for like an hour to figure they said he got a professional job, but they didn't say where. I had to Google for like an hour to figure out where it was. That must be really hard to find someone who you don't actually know who it is. <laughs> um, my number two, though, is, you know, he's a he's a mascot, but he's a little different. Um, you know, you think of mascots and you think of someone putting a, a mask on. Yeah. Al, the Red Wings mascot, is an octopus who comes down from the ceiling. And he's a big purple octopus with a Red Wings jersey on. He's a little creepy looking, but he's pretty fun. And he is uh how do i explain this he comes from not an urban legend but like a an old story of this fish market seller who was in detroit and he threw an octopus on the ice for mm-hmm. after their first don't they still do like that? that yeah so they are like fans will like sneak in octopi little <laughs> octopi <laughs> and throw them and then the guys who like shovel ice have to come up and pick up raw octopus it's like i get it one thing like if there's a hat trick like granted i would never throw my hat because like i like my hats like they're on the wall right here but throwing a literal octopus is a little much for me well i have bailey as my number five. Oh, okay um do you want to talk about him then? I have a specific reason I put him on there. <laughs> no, you go, you go. Tell me, tell me your reason. I mean, I think he's so the Kings brand him as like a ladies' man and a DILF. And he's got hot women on his shoulder in every picture they post of him. And I find it so funny. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. When I was like, okay, I'm moving to LA, like for a bit. Let's hope I can, like, get to a hockey game. Like, let's hope this whole COVID thing gets better. Newsflash, it hasn't. But, like, I was ready to take a pick. <laughs> like, I was ready to become besties with Bailey. It's so funny. Oh, all right. Um, who else do you have on your list? Carlton the Bear from Toronto. I would disagree I with think, that. I thought he was boring. I think he's just like a wholesome bear. Like, I don't think there's anything controversial there unless I'm missing something. <laughs> like, I I love a nice, like, teddy bear. Like, when I, I had a really big surgery when I was 19, I had this, like, white little teddy bear 
that like pretty much looks like Carlton. And I was like, this is just cute. Like, I'm not mad at it. There's nothing like, I don't know, compelling, but like, there's nothing that's tearing me away from it. Yeah. I guess that's why I picked Thunderbug. He's, he's like a good old cutie. Um, yeah. But he's not like controversial. And then the last one I had on my he's list. He's not like a nice wholesome one. Was Bernie from the Avalanche. Big ass Bernie's mountain dog. Um, yeah. Thought he was pretty badass. I feel like that's fitting for you. You like those types of dogs, I feel. Yeah, I, for for our viewers out there, I'm obsessed with large dogs. I grew up with Huskies. I have a pit bull now. And my dream is to own a pit bull and a Great Dane at the same time when I have a home. So <laughs> When you're not living in a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> yes, now I live in a one-bedroom apartment, so my pit bull is going to have to cut it. But when I own a home, I would like to have a large Great Dane and a pit bull at the same time. <laughs> But Shannon's dog is great. Boot is a good time. He, he is, is uh, a cutie. If you check out my social media, another shameless plug. It is from actually he has his own Instagram, so you could look at that too. But does he really? Yeah. Do I follow it? He has eighteen hundred followers. He's doing better than any of us. He does more than me. <laughs> Guys, I have more followers than Shannon's dog. <laughs> Why do? Okay, I give up. Oh, all right. Well, we're going to move on to one of our games that we've been playing on our Instagram, um, this or that, and see if you guys agree or disagree with some of Megan and I's statements. Um, I think we're going to stick to, well, no, we can do some that are related to hockey and some that aren't. So one of the ones that we did was playoff hockey beard or no playoff hockey beard. Yeah. What do you have, Shan? No beard. I hate facial hair. <laughs> I like it within reason. Okay. Like, yeah. I mean, some it, guys are hot with it. It's not looking. I need someone who, like, goes out after, like, the second round. You know? Like, maybe, like, whoever wins the cup, like, that's a little much. But, like, give me, like, a second round beard. Like, I'm into that. Like, as long as it's, like, kept. Like, if you're just, like, growing it. Like, Joe Thornton, like, like, concerns me. Like, I'm worried. (laughs) Like, Right? Like, I... Like, Brent Burns, I'm concerned. Like, every time Ovechkin doesn't shave for a month, I, like, want to call welfare. Like, I... (laughs) Someone someone give this man a checkup. (laughs) Like, I want to call, like, adult social services. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like grow it as long as you want. Just like keep it up well. Like give you like a nice little like beard cream, and then we're good. I'm here for it. Yeah, beard cream. That's a big one. Actually, speaking of bodily hair, we are (laughs) (laughs) the Belly Up Podcast Network is sponsored by Manscaped. So if you go to our website, we do have some discounts for you, and you can get all of your grooming needs including all of the things you need to clean up that playoff beard. So shameless. Keep that in check this year. Yeah. If you want Meg to date you, get this in check. (laughs) Oh, another one. Um, um, Pull the goalie or don't pull the goalie. Yeah. You said pull the goalie. So it's something that I, I struggle with because I actually really don't like pulling the goalie. It stresses me out because it only works 10% 10% of the time. There's probably a, I a, a more exact right. statistic on that. But the Bruins in 2013 pulled Tuca against the Maple Leafs in game seven. And they scored, oh, they were down by three goals. And they scored all three 
and went to overtime in the last couple minutes of the game and it won in overtime. But it's like, that is the full on. No, I know. I, exactly. And that's where like, I struggle. I just like, think you're so much more likely to have an empty net goal. Like, I just don't find it worth it. So would you not something well, like, for. we'll close the gap a little bit. If it's, okay. if you're down by one, like goal, down by one, then I'm like more inclined. Okay. If you're down by like two or three, like, in my head, like, that's not worth it at all. If you're down by one and, like, it's a good matchup, like, if you're down by one and you're, like, 2017 pens, caps, going to see who ends up in the cup, newsflash, pens, um, then, like, do it. Like, that's a really good matchup. That's a really close game. But, like, anything beyond that, that doesn't make sense to me. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I asked that assuming that down by one made it more reasonable. But then if you think about it, if you're down by more goals, there you have literally nothing to lose. You're going to lose the game anyway. Yeah, but like, I don't know. It's just like a worse loss then. Which like, that's honestly kind of true now that you say that. So it's kind of, but it op- when you're down by one, that opens up the chance to lose for sure. Like if you don't pull your goalie, you still have that chance to tie it up. But like you also have that chance to really lose, which thinking about it, controversial. See, this is why it's a good debate. You guys, we'll, we'll repost this on our story on Saturday and let us know what you think. And we'll, we'll kind of talk about it next week and see what everyone's saying. Yeah. I mean, I could go about it for, especially in a playoff game. Is it worth, because you're just going to play another, well, maybe not in a playoff game because they don't have shootouts in playoff games. Right. Which that's an entirely. Like it, depend, it depends on like where your series is at. So like if this you are about- on a graphic, but I just thought of it. Um, I'm just throwing out, you know, off the cuff things here. Bring it to if you. Obviously the playoffs don't have um, shootouts. Would you rather play? overtime on overtime have ties or do shootouts you know now they do they do an extra three or they go down players instead of so they add an extra period to a shootout but they still go to shootouts like the period trunk that one right i i really hate ties in sports i like 
I don't know if that's like a weird opinion to have, but it just doesn't make sense to me. Like have a winner, like have some way to complete this game. Yeah. And I think it's kind of always my thought. Astonishing that the NBA is well, and the MLB obviously, because they just play overtime until someone scores, but right. And so does the NBA, but the NHL and the NFL both have the most convoluted ways to end a game. And neither one really makes sense. And I don't think that either one really comes up with the correct, not the correct outcome, but the balanced outcome in terms of how the rest of the game went. Yeah. That's like putting the NFL and being like, kick field goals, go back five yards every time. But like the other part of it is like um, in the N- NBA, they play straight overtime. But then in the NHL, when they do that in the playoffs, we have scenarios like we did in the bubble where the Lightning played like, I don't even remember. It was like eight periods or something. They played until like midnight. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. Was it eight? I don't know why in my head. I, I can't remember how many it was. It was a record. But I remember it was I was a lot. Because it was like the first, the Bruins were supposed to play afterward. And yeah, they, I was like, oh, playoff hockey, like make me a cocktail. And I'm sitting there with like takeout pizza and a nice drink waiting for this. Like, cause I had the 90 minute break and I was like, even yeah. if the game ends now, it's not going to start until 10 30. Like what the hell? And then we're yet to like 10 and it, the game still hasn't ended. And you're I'm not like, getting the game. What is ha-? So they make it at like, it was like 10 or 11 in the morning the next day. And I was like, I am working. I can't drink right now. <laughs> I cannot pay attention to this game. That's like, that's when you find me on GameCast, like on ESPN's app and just being like, okay, like who's scoring? Send me a notification. I'm here for it. But yeah, that's like, that's always hard when it comes down to like those timing aspects to it. So like playing a game that long, you're really not getting like true hockey anymore. It's just like who can out stamina the other. And that's a good point in, obviously, it's who can out stamina the other. And by the end, that was part of the reason the Lightning game went so long, because they got to a certain point where everyone was just, like, half playing the entire time, and no one was actually scoring. But add on the fact that there are no fans, assuming there are no fans by the playoffs. Yeah, there's no one to keep you going. (laughs) They already, a lot of teams, um, the NHL bubble had this problem where the the motivation was low because there are no fans there due to COVID. The NBA is having games where teams are scoring like 60 above another because the motivation isn't there for, you know, their fans to be heckling or cheering or booing, whatever it may be to get them hyped up. If that's happening on top of a never ending playoff run, like the lightning saw, they're going to have no motivation to begin with. Yeah. It's a good testament to like how much fans make a difference in a game because it's so true. It really is. I mean, like it really makes the game like the, obviously this is a hockey podcast, not a basketball podcast, but I, yeah. <laughs> I will like we'll cover all turned on the Bucks heat game and the, the heat went to the Eastern conference final last year and the roster didn't change. And they were down by 50 points in the first half yesterday because they just like had nothing to give. Like, <laughs> Yeah. There's just nothing left there. All right. Well, let's go on to our wrapping it up. You know, typically once the season starts, we're going to pick a game in each division and call who we think is going to win based off of what the top games in that week might be. But because the season hasn't started yet, we're going to do something a little bit different. 
Meg, looking into the season, you know, who do you think your top team is going to be? Who do you think is going to fall short, but we're expecting to do well? And then in terms of dark horses, teams that, you know, we're, they're not, obviously we're tracking, but they're not really on our radar, could really make a, make an impact that we're not expecting. What are you thinking? Right. I, for my top team this year, I'm going with Vegas. Like I've been saying for a while, like they're going to take a cup. Like they're, they were just really strong out the gate. And like, maybe I'm a little biased because Flurry's my guy, but like, which hopefully he gets some quality play time this year. Not really sure what's going to happen there, but I just think it's about time. I feel like this has been a long time coming and I feel like this could be a chance to, for them to ex- ex- uh-huh, execute well, especially given their competition. I think they can, I think they'll be able to do well with that. Um, my fall short, this is a controversial opinion. I'm going with the Capitals. I think they've been pretty hyped up for a while. I think similar to the Penguins, they had a pretty good high for a while. And I think they're kind of getting to a point where they might have a fall year, which like I wouldn't be surprised to see. Like if they do well, fine, they're the Capitals, they're gonna do well. But like I wouldn't be shocked if they had a rough year. Um, and then my dark horse, I'm going with the Islanders. I think the Islanders did pretty well last year, which I wasn't expecting. And I think this might be the year where they kind of just like come make a splash that people aren't really paying attention to, like out of the gate. Like they're never really a team that gets a lot of, I feel like attention at the beginning, but they could, they could, uh, warrant some attention here as we get into the season. How about you, Jen? What are your top team fall short and dark horse teams? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I agree. I think Vegas has been on the cusp for a while. They just lost to the Capitals in their first year in. Yeah. So, And I think I was rooting for them. I do think the Capitals, they have not made a significant roster move in a while now. You know, they acquired TJ Oshie, and then here and there they've made some impacts, but nothing to, you know, really call home about besides taking Char from me, and he's not going to play significant minutes. So it's not like we need to yeah. really change our rankings. And then the Islanders, like you said, did a lot better last year than we expected, especially because they lost to Varys. So they can keep the momentum going. Then I think it's going to be interesting to see. In terms of my top, I have Colorado going pretty well, just like Vegas. They've been at the high for a while. And the West is usually a toss-up in terms of who makes it there. I think Nathan McKinnon is a fantastic hockey player. I remember when he was drafted. Him and Seth Jones were right up at the top. And they've both become super reliable. So, you know, they might make it there. I hope they do. Um, like we said earlier, the caller or um, the Western teams haven't really been hugely affected in terms of how their divisions are stacked up. So hopefully they'll be able to go in and play like they have been. Um, in terms of who's going to fall short, I'm going to say Philly. I think that they didn't make a ton of roster moves either. And that last year, a lot of their success was based off of a a good hot streak. And then in relation, they were pretty streaky when they got to the bubble. You could relate that to it being the bubble and it being, you know, unplanned circumstances, but this is also going to be unplanned circumstances. So you can't say that they're going to be in tip top shape like they were prior to the NHL shutting down before. We'll see. Um, In terms of dark horse, now you can, Say all of your apologies for me shitting on the devil. I'm going to say that New Jersey is going to be a dark horse. 
you know, PK Subban and Lindsey Vonn are broken up. PK can spend all of his time playing hockey and preparing. Jack Hughes is entering his second year. He has all the time in the world to prepare and get ready for the upcoming season. I think that they've got all the tools they need to be successful. You know, they don't have the name brand players that a lot of teams look for um, besides PK. But I think that you don't need them. You know, I I was saying during the MLB World Series that you don't really need the Mookie Bats or all of those people to, you know, really make an impact in a, a series or a season. And I think New Jersey is set up to do that. So I'm hoping that they can really make a long-term run. Yeah, I can say that. I feel like Jersey, like the Devils have definitely been a team that you don't really give much thought to for a while. And I think it's kind of, they've had those like fundamental moments of like preparing and progressing towards what could be a great team. They just kind of have to execute on it to really get there this season, which like given the circumstances, I feel like anyone can really be the dark horse, just like given the format. The last thing I want to note before we really wrap up here is that we will be hosting a collide watch party for the opening night. So January 13th, if you don't know what Collide is, it's an app where we have chat rooms where you can talk to other fans about the games that are going on, what might be happening in hockey at that time, things like that. So big goals, all of that. Uh, We'll be hosting, we'll be doing giveaways in conjunction with the Belly Up Hockey Department. So come join us for that. We'll give you a little bit more information on the giveaways next week. But otherwise, you can... Find all of that giveaway information and all of the information throughout this week on our Twitter and our Instagram, as you see on the screen. Megan, do you have anything else before we wrap up? No, I mean, other than just check us out on social, we love hearing from everyone, kind of making a community there for everyone to share their opinions. We always share our graphics, like our picks, our favorites, dislikes, everything. But we want to hear what everyone else has to say. It's definitely... A little collaborative space for everyone so let's see how it goes yeah so that's uh s sweethearts pod at on twitter and slapshot sweethearts on instagram this has been a really fun experience recording our first episode and you know all of the momentum that has led up to promoting and preparing for this experience um so we're really excited to be kicking it off and bringing you guys weekly content we love hearing from you so if there's stuff that you guys want us to cover that we didn't get to today Feel free to comment, shoot us a DM, tweet at us, anything you might want to do. But otherwise, I hope you enjoyed and have a great new year. Yeah, happy new year, guys. We'll see you next week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.